0: over there hello <laughs> he's like ma Go. all right uh, should we get this party started yeah how do you want to start we're so bad at starting how do you want to do this <laughs> i think we just did right
1: we started mm-hmm. that's how we oh, start. he's recording yeah every time every time that's how we start is by being confused on how to start and we don't know that we're being recorded But at least we're consistent.
0: I think some of our best material happens when we're not recording, so that's probably for the best. That's wise. So, how was your Christmas? Um, it was okay, it was okay, um, when was Christmas? Christmas was like a week ago, yeah? week ago. We are in a whole different year now. (laughs) Yeah, um, no, my Christmas was, was good, I feel like Christmas is my favorite time of year and I feel like... It just is this build up and then it comes and it goes and it's done and it's like what even just happened, you know, <clears throat> especially in, in retail and stuff. I feel like you don't get to enjoy it as much, you know. Nope.
1: Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. It's kind of like you're waiting for it to be over and over and you're like, wait, I get the day, and then you're like, no.
0: Yeah, and, tr- and years past, I've been so excited. I always make something to bring to my mom's. I, I enjoy holidays because it's an opportunity for me to like make something vegan to introduce to my family and impress them and all of that. And this year, I didn't make anything. I was like, I don't care. I'm tired. I felt really overwhelmed and yeah, tired entire Yeah, I was like, I'm tired. Month. I don't have time to go to the store. I don't have time to look up recipes. I don't want to get up earlier than I have to and be rushing to make something so I just I don't I don't care I'm I'm good I bought a pie to bring to my aunts and I think I was the only one who ate it which I knew was going to be the case and then my mom made on Christmas day she made um a vegan paella Mm. um which was actually really good and um made like you know similar type sides or whatever and it was actually really good I went to Mike's family on Christmas Eve and I don't Oh, no, I didn't eat anything because we went to my grandmother's before and I had my mom got a vegan pizza for her and I and pizza for everyone else. And so I ate there. So I didn't really like do I didn't really put a lot of vegan effort into this holiday, quite honestly. Yeah, I I didn't. My mom,
1: my mom made the curry. We did curry for Christmas Eve and then I made the chutney, which was really funny. So the curry was only eaten by myself. Um, my sister, Andy, and then I think my mom had a little bit, but that was it. But everyone wanted to try it, of mm-hmm. course. That's what happens. Sure. Everybody, they're like, I want to try it, I want to try it. And they wanted to try the apple chutney that I made and for some reason, everyone loved it so much they were eating what is supposed to be a condiment
0: just <laughs> on its own. And I was
1: like, alright, That sounds fine. good, I
0: want apple chutney. It was
1: really good. Mm. I don't know if I could remake it though because I cook with my Italian heritage which is that I don't you measure just anything
0: yeah, yeah. that's so. why that's why i'm not good at baking because i can't be bothered with measuring stuff
1: oh i'm surprised you weren't getting a dirty look for that oh now you are <laughs> whoa yeah
0: Wow. that was i felt that <clears throat> um do you know what i was thinking the other day what were you thinking the other day that like you're my type oh <laughs> I need you to tell me more about that. What does we ta- that mean?
1: We were well, when a person <laughs> enjoys another person and is attracted to them, <laughs> that's you, that's your type. Oh,
0: I know, what, I know what you like. I know what a type is. Oh, okay. <laughs> But what led you to discovering oh, that I am your type? It's funny because your hashtag, your
1: new hashtag with your boyfriend, it like plays off of that. It was um. We were talking about one of my friends who recently has discovered more about her sexuality and that mm-hmm. she is pretty much equally interested in women as she is sure. men. Um, and we were discussing, Andy and I were discussing what her type would be. And of course, for some reason in my head, I was like, Ruby Rose. And she confirmed Ruby yeah. Rose, like the yeah. more like... Plays in between genders, like not. Androgynous. Not, yeah.
0: I'm also androgynous. <laughs> and see,
1: that's, that's exactly it. I was like, yeah. She was like, what about you? And I was like, well, I'm not. I mean, I'm not actually into girls. I'm just not. But if I were to be, I was like, I would definitely be like Ruby Rose is a beautiful yeah, human for sure. being. I was like, that would definitely be my type because I find them the most attractive. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like cat. And I was going to text you and tell you that you would be my type if I were into women. But... I decided to leave it for this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, you're I'm welcome. flattered. <laughs> that's really and that's, nice. And so it's nice that your mom thinks you're
0: a little boy. <laughs>
1: so I guess good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am a little androgynous, so I I can thank you. That's that's I'm yeah. flattered. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, oh, it's it's cute. That's nice. <clears throat> Do you have anything else weird to tell me?
1: Constantly, it's so long. I know. Jeez, what else happened? Anything else that I need to? Um. It is, in fact, okay to have a milkshake when it is in these single digits. I really, really
0: wish I could have come out and had some strong hearts with you guys. I'm, Candy cane milkshake. I am peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, oh, that was a good one. Yeah.
1: Um, let's see. So yes, Candy Cane Milkshakes do that. Go to Stronghearts. They actually no longer have the holiday milkshakes, I don't believe, but all of their milkshakes are good and they are good all year round. It doesn't matter how cold it is outside because you get a cup of coffee to warm you and Uh, then you drink the milkshake. What a
0: genius, genius idea. Yeah.
1: So, okay. My holiday, my holiday story. My grandfather, it was um, Christmas morning and um, we, my mom made... Breakfast, she did the waffles, like Belgian waffles. They were a vegan recipe and did like a fruit compote to go over them. Mm. I don't know what God. else she had. I oh, just hate it and I'm
0: so hungry. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I want that right now. Waffles oh, it was really and fruit. Really and- good. Oh. And like, <laughs> she made me my own little side of hash browns with like pepper ah. and onion. It ah. was delicious. And we're just sitting around and it was just my mom and her husband, my sister. Andy, me, and my grandparents were just sitting around, you know, bullshitting for a few hours and kind of out of the blue, I don't remember why he asked, but my grandfather said, if you were on a desert island, would you eat meat? To which I literally sighed. Like I slowly turned and I was like, but I'm not. (laughs) I was like, first off, I'm not. And everyone was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you can't play the what if question because guess what i'm not on a desert island and so i have the
0: choice right and i was like also if i was on a desert island i'd probably eat coconuts i have some questions about this desert island right um so if you're on a desert island would you eat meat well how did the meat get there like did you crash With an airplane full of like steaks. And so you're on a desert island with nothing but like a lifetime supply of steaks. Or are you on this desert island and the question is, would you hunt for food? Is that the question? I, I, yes to both. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what. What what if the island has no meat? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. How did the meat get there? What is this question really about? I don't know. And honestly, (laughs) I can't, even if I wanted to hunt. I physically
1: don't know how. Honestly, if I was on a desert island, I'd probably lay down and die. I That's would probably never what would survive happen. getting stranded I on would a desert die. island. Yep. Same. I mm-hmm. would just curl up and that'd be it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's your answer. Yeah. Uh, but also if I was like had a plane crash on Mount Everest or whatever, I would eat a human. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's it's true. Like if I had like if we're saying the what if questions And, you know, someone, you know, if Andy died, he crashed and he died. Very Lord of the Flies of you. If I I had to eat his body, then I would do it. But that's a what if. I'm not saying that I would necessarily eat a human now. Probably. (laughs)
0: Jesus Christ. Oh, man. So (laughs) steer it back here now. So where did the conversation with your grandfather go? That That was, was that was...
1: Really, the about as far as it went was me just saying, "But I'm not, and that is my number one thing is that people have a choice
0: correct you right. are you
1: are not living correct in the Stone Age correct. when you may have had to hunt, quote unquote, yes. I'm air quoting now, yeah, um, or any of these other like no, no, you we- also
0: are living in like a very rich country what? where you absolutely have all the choice.
1: Right. And so that's kind of I was like, that's my biggest problem is that everyone has the choice. Right. And so I can't really like, I mean, I guess I would do what I had to do to survive kind of thing. But I have the choice not to have to harm. Correct. To live my life. And so I'm not going to do that. And that's kind of what I
0: said. And I think uh, I apologize if I go off on a tangent here for a second. But I think that that exactly what you're talking about is one of the most frustrating things for me is that people don't seem to understand that you have a choice you and the choice that you're making to to eat animals to um wear fur to wear leather to buy from a breeder to do whatever it is that you're doing that's a choice that you're making because you want to like you're choosing your wants and your desire to have X, Y, and Z over the life of these beings over something that is arguably not ethical over, you know, whatever the case may be. And I think that's what frustrates me the most is that it is all human arrogance, right? It's it's just because people want to do X, Y, and Z, they don't really care where that thing is coming from or you know what it went through to get to you 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 just want want it. it and so you're gonna do it and and that's i think what frustrates me the most is that people don't seem to understand that like yeah i don't i don't or they deny that that's the case, they'll right. be like, "Well,
1: I have to eat meat for my no, health. You no don't. you don't <laughs> or like, I can't
0: afford to be vegan. No, you can yes, you like can. you can but you're ch- that's you're a great choosing. that's a great example because yes, you can afford to be vegan. You would just probably have to eat a lot of vegetables and a lot of beans, and you don't want to eat that. That's not what you want to eat right so it's it's just a matter of people choosing want over you know, whatever else. And I think that that's why you could argue for, you know, in a lot of cases, why people who go vegan for like ethical reasons, whether it's animal advocacy or, you know, feminism or what have you, are arguably more likely to stick to it because when you have a moral compass and you have something that's ethically driving you, that matters more, you know. Yeah. Uh, sure, there are, are times where I'm like, I would love to to do this, that, or I miss this, or I God, I just want pizza. You know what I mean? Right. But like my what I know and like my moral compass is more important to me, and that drives me more than just wanting a slice of pizza or whatever the case may be. You know, drives nuts. Yeah, I, that is one thing that like really makes me crazy.
1: Yep arrogance and and what drives the one step further is that you keep most of the people will not admit right like it's a whole nother thing if you can at least admit that you're just being arrogant about yeah. it that you are just you choosing just want what you want but yeah. some people are like no no i really need no just no, admit you, you it don't yeah. just admit it and then we'll deal with the fact right that you're just selfish right. but
0: right you know right no that 100 percent. i agree yeah so that was that was about it i
1: think that was my only like Christmas that's interesting you just um,
0: that you had that um, experience with your grandfather because that reminds me on Christmas Eve I was sitting at my grandmother's house with my it was her and my mom and I and we were sitting in the living room and my grandmother is eating pizza and my mom and I are eating our vegan pizza and she says to me "Well, I, I, I just don't understand like why can't you why can't you why don't you eat cheese nobody's dying for cheese and I was like, oh, grandma, like, you've asked me this before. Remember I explained, da, 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 da. And I try to, you know, be very careful with how I explain right. things to my grandmother. Because it's really easy for me, no matter who it is, for me to, like, snap back and essentially be like, you're stupid. Right, <laughs> And exactly. I try really hard not to do that. Um, but so when I especially with her and so I I was like oh well you know and I went through the and I explained it and my mom kind of jumped in and was like in these factory farms they're terrible and you know this happens and that happens and my grandmother was like oh oh and like shuddering and and clearly you know bothered by what we were telling her and I I actually have told her this before but um I went into a little bit more detail because then she asked about eggs and well nobody's dying for eggs I don't understand and so I explained and and I could see that she was like, oh, you know, like shaking her head like that's so terrible. But, you know, obviously she's 80 something years old. She's the ship has sailed, you know. Right. But um, it's just it's just another great example that like people just really don't know. No, you they know? just don't know. <laughs> they just don't know. And then a couple of weeks ago, I think I I don't know if I was telling you this or not. A couple of weeks ago. um. I was at Mike's family's for like a cookie baking thing. They'd made cookies all day and I had to work. So I went over for just dinner and um, Mike had gotten me like a couple slices of vegan pizza and they were all eating and stuff. And somebody asked me, you know, well, how come you went vegan from being vegetarian? And so I went into my song and dance. But I also mentioned the feminist side of it and mm-hmm. how I consider myself a pretty serious feminist. And I just don't believe that you can be a feminist and support the dairy industry. And they were like, well, how come? And so I explained, you know. You're, it's exploiting the female species. It's, these animals are being raped, and you know, like I went into the whole song and dance, and I could see it in their faces too. That they were like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> both." Yeah. I didn't know that, and also, that's a little extreme. Like I could see that they were, you know, thinking yeah. that I was a little extreme. But yeah. I think, like, the, at least if you have exposure to it, and that first, like, "Oh, I never thought of it that way." Like, that's really all I'm trying to accomplish is just to. Put the thought in someone's mind, you know? And, like,
1: maybe maybe one day they think about it. Yeah. One day at a time. Yeah. I actually said that very same thing to Andy. I was like, I don't even know why we're just driving down the road and my cat is doing that stare off at the ceiling thing.
0: I think he's staring at me. Hmm.
1: Anyways, um, where I was like, is it weird that I don't, I said that very same thing, I don't think you can... Be a feminist and consume dairy.
0: It's like being an environmentalist and eating animals.
1: Yeah, so he kind can, of. Can't. I don't think he really broached the subject. He was kind of like, mm, that might be a bit extreme, but like, didn't.
0: Yeah. I just. I'm I just sorry. don't think you can. I just don't.
1: think, like, Yeah. Like, ask ask because a that, feminist what what is it? What is right, feminism? What right. do you believe feminism yes, is?
0: Right. And it's it's kind of going back to the whole species speciesist thing too, right? If you're saying that, well, when I'm talking about feminism, I mean humans. Well, why are he, female humans the only thing, right. the only species, or the only being that matters when you're talking about females being exploited? Females are being exploited no matter what the species. Mm-hmm. So, so why aren't we talking about that? You know. Right. Um, and now we've like dived into like a political f- feminist say, conversation. Sorry, that could go. Yeah, it's another episode. That is a whole episode. It is yeah. another episode. We should have some guests for that episode.
1: Yeah, I we know. should. I know some people. Yeah, Penny that'd be said good. They were interested.
0: Who? Penny? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun. She would like that. Yeah. I could get down. All right, so we'll sidebar that. Sidebar. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I a little aggressive there first It's second. a lot. Yeah. That was like, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not on a But these were these were, you know, conversations that happened at the holidays. Holidays are a great time for weird conversations and I don't the, think the I had anything always comes up, bad, right? though. You yeah, know, like me there either. was
1: nothing Yeah, no, no. There was really nothing no. bad. So that was it was good.
0: There was like a, a brief moment on Christmas where I got a little irritated with my brother because, um, like I said, my mom made a, a vegan paella. And traditionally, paella is usually made with fish or... Shrimp or something, Yeah, right? some kind of yeah. something. Um, I think, I'm so sorry, vegan gods, I think when I was in Spain and I had paella, I think it had rabbit in it, but I wasn't a vegan then, so... And I don't remember if I ate it. I don't know. Were you a vegetarian? No. Okay, I was like... No, I was like toying. and I. Mm. But that's why I don't think I ate it. My mom definitely ate it because she was the one at dinner who was like, yeah, remember that paella we had? I think it had rabbit in it. And I was like, I don't remember eating that, but I do think it... I do remember the menu saying rabbit, but I don't think I ate it because even when I was eating animals, I wouldn't have eaten rabbit. So, but anyway, uh, my brother wouldn't eat it. My brother wouldn't eat the paella because it didn't have meat in it. It had like a uh, it had the good life sausage in it. She like put a substitute in mm-hmm. it, but he wouldn't eat it because it wasn't traditional. He wouldn't even he wouldn't try eat it. it. Yeah, he wouldn't eat it. I know. Why? Because uh, <laughs> it's why? vegan. and Vegan's gross and weird.
1: <laughs> My mom will do that every once in a while. She'll be like, oh, but it's that vegan stuff. And I'm like, A like hush because you were vegetarian for a while so yeah don't give me that and also just take the label off of it i think i was mentioning this to my sister it is just that label it's just food it's not normal it's vegan it's not traditional
0: Mm. well it's like what you were the story you were telling last week and we were talking about how the the people you were with Mm -hmm. had eaten zebra or whatever and like you know that's not weird the i have no problem eating zebra but god forbid we Plants, You know, it's the same thing. And um, Mike and I I think we're saying that to his brother when we were getting ready to go to lunch or dinner or whatever. And he was asking questions. What's Satan made out of? What's this? What's that? He's like, I don't know. I just like to know what I'm eating. And Mike was like, well, you know, you'll eat dead animals, but you're worried about this. And because I say that all the time. Right.
1: <clears throat> or not not just dead animals, but
0: you'll open up that bag of Doritos and can you tell me everything that's on the back? Yeah, that's a good point too. And I can't and I will still eat that bag I mean, of Doritos. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but like
1: everyone else is like, oh, what's in this vegan food? Yeah. Like, mm, it's do you just funny. know everything else you're eating?
0: Yeah, it's just funny to me, you know, that uh, people are so concerned with like what's in the vegan substitutes. But like you're literally eating an animal that's been dead for days (laughs) days and is like pumped with antibiotics and hormones and flesh crazy crazy stuff but hey hey you do you hey except stop it you know what they should do instead of eat that flesh they should they should do veganuary Oh. You like my segue? <laughs> I was like, I was terrified of
1: what you were going to say. You know what they should do instead of eating <laughs> that flesh? Uh, they should do veganuary. Yeah. It is, in fact, veganuary.
0: Yeah, today's January first. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy happy New Year. 2018. That's from Frosty the Snowman, yeah. right? No, Happy Birthday! I yeah. messed up. Yeah, I was <laughs> sorry. It was Jesus's birthday. <laughs> I'm really upsetting Andy tonight. I don't measure when I bake. I don't know Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> He's gonna flip the table. Yeah, look at him. The whole setup
1: is, is gonna go. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, New Year. Yeah. That's so good. last year, um, I'm sure you remember Amy and Jesse and all of them did Veganuary and mm-hmm. went vegan January first, and they're all vegan. They're all still vegan. Whoop. Yep. Whoop whoop! Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. Anniversary. Yeah, it's. Um, uh,
1: I know. I asked Andy if he was gonna do it. He, I mean, eats vegan at home, and like probably eighty percent of the time vegan out. Um, it's just cheese that I. I notice as being, like, the thing. Yeah, sure. But he's going to do it. Um, He's like, I'm just not going to sign up for it because I don't want to get the emails every day. But I think those emails are really good for, Hold like, first timers yeah. and, like, people who are, like, cold turkey oh, maybe
0: I'll try whatever. it. Or,
1: like, totally just, yeah, cold yeah.
0: turkey. I don't know where that phrase comes no, from. cold turkey Google cannot it. be good.
1: <laughs> oh, it can't be good. I'm going to Google it. Unless you're talking about, like, one of our turkey friends who just happens to be very, very
0: chilly. Oh, no. It's oh, not good. I'm going to Google it. I... Cold. Man. Um, anyway. That's going to be bad. Yeah, no, Um. Mike's brother's girlfriend, Ashley, is going to do it. I was texting with her earlier. Like, I sent her the link. Good luck. You know, if she needs anything, I hope that she'll stick with it. Um, So Wikipedia, really quickly, says, cold turkey describes the abrupt cessation of substance dependence and the resulting unpleasant experience. Yes, but where does it come from? We're just going to be silent for a second while we figure out where cold turkey came from. I don't know. It doesn't say... I don't actually know what the... Oh, I got it. Uh, a narrowing of the meaning suddenly or without preparation from cold turkey being a dish that requires little preparation, originally used for heroin addicts.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: it, I guess because you can just eat cold turkey. Like, you don't need to prepare it. You can just do it. It's just like, damn. Like, yeah. Oh. Okay. Anyway. Veganuary.
1: <clears throat> okay. Well, that's... All right. We'll back to Veganuary. Um, I'm not sure what the emails exactly
0: say like I'm not what. either I was on the website a second ago um it just like you take the pledge and then um I think you can take the pledge without signing up for emails can't you yeah you take the pledge oh you can take the pledge or you can say um that you want to start in seven days because you want time to finish your cheese <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, so you take the pledge and then there's um, the vegan starter kit, vegan recipes, eating out guide, supermarket, vegan myths. That's cool. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be pleasantly surprised by the reaction of most people to you going vegan. People will naturally be interested and Mm -hmm. will ask questions and most have no desire to catch you out or embarrass you. However, you may feel as though you're suddenly expected to be an expert in all things nutrition, the environment and health. And that can be a little overwhelming. That's true. Yes, that is true. Oh my gosh, there's like frequently asked questions on here. If we're not supposed to eat them, why are animals made of meat? Wait, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) That is not. (laughs) That's what it says. Do you want to know the answer? Yeah. Maybe more interesting is the question: Why are some animals seem to eat seen as okay to eat, and others aren't? That's a great rebuttal. After all, by this definition, dogs and cats are also made of meat, but most people wouldn't eat the family pet. This is partly because they've established an emotional connection with that animal and partly because they believe they possess qualities, intelligence, and feelings that make them different to food animals. Great answer. Surely not See, you everyone know? can be vegan. Um, I think that maybe even like current vegans should probably read up on some of these questions because yeah. they're very helpful. I only eat humanely raised meat on farms where the animals are treated so well. What's the problem? Mm. Vegans believe that there's no such thing as humane meat. I wore my shirt on Christmas. It has Santa on it and it says humane meat does not exist. And it's got Santa like pointing his finger at you. It's a Compassion Co. t-shirt. I like that. Yeah. Um, I like this question. Doesn't soy give you cancer? Uh,
1: no. The answer is no. <laughs> I really like... Actually, this is very interesting. Like, like we said, I think everyone should maybe go read these questions. Yeah, these are great. Because these are really good ways. Because sometimes I don't know how to... <laughs> especially if it is a question like doesn't soy give you cancer my brain starts melting out of my head and so i can't formulate an intelligent response right i All just start going like i short circuit. Brain. i'm like I, but no 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 and then i just like <laughs> walk away so sometimes it's good to read this kind of thing and be like oh okay i can just like bullet point this this and that
0: oh here's another good one will farmed animals become extinct and meat and shops be wasted if we don't eat them it is highly unlikely. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Cows are going to take
1: over the world if we don't eat yeah, them, obviously.
0: Yay. Right.
1: But um, what if you were stranded on a desert island? Oh my god, that's one of the questions. Really? Yes, the answer. Oh, no. It's a rare occurrence for anyone to be stranded in such a circumstance, and yet this question is surprisingly asked often. The survival advice is to find water and shelter first, which poses no quandary to being vegan. This is uh, a this is
0: a great one. Damn. Um but animals don't have a soul this is about yeah that's right The supposed superior intelligence and spirituality of certain members of society and the idea of a natural ranking has been used to justify some of the worst abuses in human history. In Why We Love Dogs, Eat Pigs, and Wear Cows, Melanie Joy writes, Africans were naturally suited to slavery. Jews were naturally evil and would destroy Germany if not eradicated. Women were naturally designed to be the property of men. Animals naturally exist to be eaten by humans. Denying that animals have the same qualities as us places them lower on the social scale. This in turn makes it easier to turn a blind eye to their continued suffering. In any case, the existence of a soul in humans has yet to be conclusively proven, so where is the proof that animals don't have one? Even if we could prove they don't, does that justify treating them badly? Doesn't any living, feeling being deserve our compassion, whether they are equal to us or not? I was... Boom! That was, that's, that's amazing. Like so
1: good. And I was just about to say, like, my first response to that is, there's no proof that humans have souls. Right. So... That's right.
0: But anyway, but everyone.
1: This, um, I really like this answer. Like, see, this is I wish I had fully processed and answered like this. What if there's no vegetation on the island? And just animals. What kind of
0: island are you on? That's the answer. <laughs> well now
1: this bizarre hypothetical island has morphed into some strange parallel universe where animals can live on fresh air, but humans can only live on animals. We already felt pretty confident that we'd never be stranded on the island, but we feel even more sure that we won't get sucked through a portal to another dimension. Because, like, that is a good point. Yeah. Because if there's no vegetation, then the animals wouldn't be alive.
0: Right. That's a crazy island. You've got bigger problems. Um, Yeah. But anyway, I think everyone should head right on over to veganuary.com. There is so much on here. I can't believe I've never really looked through this website, but there's a whole section on animals, health, environment, nutrition. So you can find out all of the different, you know, reasons and facts and everything you could ever want to know. Oh wow, yeah. This is Yeah, this is, really this is fantastic. Awesome. Um Yeah. Veganuary.com V-E-G-A-N-U-A-R-Y.com.
1: That's veganuary. Dot com.
0: (laughs) That's right. Was that a good ad? (laughs) That's right.
1: Gee, what else? The January and. Oh, we could talk about the cool things that we do, which isn't very much, but that that second thing up there on our bulleted list that were provided for us because we don't know what we're doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Thanks, Andy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think we might have mentioned it briefly last week or something or whatever, but we did a cool video with Happy Cappuccino. Um, If you guys, you out there in the listening world, have not yet headed over to their Facebook and um, Instagram, you can get a link to the full video on YouTube. YouTube, yeah, if any, if everyone could um, head over to Happy Cappy on Instagram, um, check out their Facebook. You can watch this cool. There's a like a really quick little snippet of the video on their social media, but I think there's a full link to it in their mm-hmm. social media. The full video is on YouTube. Um, we had a really great conversation with Matt just about all things vegan and um, you know some of his experiences and being a vegan and um, just some thoughts and feelings and. We get to see our faces, which is cool and we had some good coffee. So, you know, go check that out and watch that video and support Happy Cappuccino. We we definitely support Happy Cappuccino.
1: I bought a soda from them today and yesterday. I bought sodas. And the the reason this is relevant is because don't forget to ask if it's not a twist off for them to pop
0: the top of your soda. They have sodas that aren't twist off. Yes. They what, do. Those those new ones.
1: The ones they have down at Bourbon and Wolves too. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Mm. Didn't realize that, but luckily I had Nick to save the day. Oh, I he live He popped life. it over the top of a door.
0: All I do is drink Pellegrino.
1: Um. Oh. Pellegrino life
0: say. for me. Yes. <laughs> um, right. Gee, can I, I was... um tell you about my pop cultures? Yeah. I know we usually start with pop culture, but we got a little distracted with our political rants and
1: I was flirting with you. islands,
0: and you're flirting with me. That's right. <laughs> that was nice. I know. <laughs> um, so I have two pop cultures. The first one is um, a uh, an episode of Grey's Anatomy, and I know you don't watch Grey's Anatomy, but um, that's another show that I'm
1: being defriended over.
0: That's right. Um, but I every so often I start rewatching Grey's Anatomy because it's just so good. It's just so good. And um, I there's an episode in season four, maybe I think it was where um the doctors are brought into a skills lab and the skills lab is um involves doing test like surgeries and learning surgeries oh, no. on live pigs and the mm. pigs are like hooked up to they're sedated and everything but they're like hooked up to all the stuff and all the things and the one doctor, like, goes and, like, stabs each of them and is like, okay, save their lives. And there's one doctor who's like, I'm not doing it. Those are living beings. And she, like, makes this. It's Catherine Heigl's character on the show. Yeah. And she, like, makes a huge thing about how they're living beings and they have feelings and they can't. She, she refuses to do it. And so the whole rest of the episode, he's... Um, trying to tell her, you know, where do you think we got the polio vaccine from? And where do you think we got this? And where do you think we got that? And trying to, you know, advocate for animal testing and all that. And she says something to him like, well, we don't need to do that anymore. We have the technology to have medical advancements, and we have this and we have that, and we don't need to do that anymore. Right. And I just thought it was really interesting on a, you know, mainstream TV show like that for a character to be speaking to that, Um, that same character in other episodes, like, prepares the Thanksgiving turkey and is definitely not like a vegan or anything like that. But it just I just thought it was interesting because I feel like most medical doctors probably do have to do a lot of animal probably things. You know, I can remember um, one of the first tours I ever took at the Catskill Animal Sanctuary. There was a a goat maybe or there was some animal that we were being told their story. And the story was that they had been rescued from mm-hmm. um, like a, a a college, a veterinary college and it had never occurred to me that if you're going to veterinary school or even yeah. just medical school that, of course, you have to do animal tests and, of course, you have to do all this stuff. Like, that never occurred to me. And yeah. I can remember being like, oh, oh. <laughs> but so that was my first pop culture. And then my second pop culture is, is just a light one. I went to see The Greatest Showman on Friday. Oh, man. Being sick is rough. got to drink some water. I thought quick. you were getting really upset, and I was like, I'm – I'm sorry. No, I just need some water. I'm sorry that I have the plague. I hope I don't give it to you. I really I mean, <laughs> um but if anyway, you do, you'll know why I don't show up at work. <laughs> that's true. Um but anyway, I went to see the greatest showman on Friday, um, which was really good. Um, I wanna see the music it. was really good. The choreography was insane. Like it was a very entertaining movie. Um, but what I wanted to to just even briefly talk about is that it's not very historically accurate. <laughs> really? It just is um Well, I thought it was funny, too. I said to Shannon when we were in the theater, you know, it's funny that this movie came out after Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey announced that they were no more. Right. Um, Because if this movie had come out even a year ago, it probably would have been very positive publicity for the circus. Mm -hmm. Because it paints P.T. Barnum as this, like, really cool dude this right. like supporter of these actors that he employs in his show and you know he pulls pulls these people together and creates a family for these people who don't have a place in the world and all of this and you know yeah he uh, I mean obviously he contributed a lot to the um to the entertainment industry if you will but um I know a little bit about P.T. Barnum and uh, I mean, the man like enslaved those people. Really? He, yeah, he was not, uh, I mean, he was not Hugh Jackman. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know a little bit about him. I know, um, I, well, some, uh, I learned a little bit more because I researched after we went to see the movie. I was like, I'm pretty sure a lot of that is not correct. So I like looked him up and found out some more stuff. There's a character in the movie who's supposed to be... um, Based off of Tom Thumb was his name? No, what was his name? Um, but he—he um, was—he was like the world's smallest man. Essentially, was like his shtick. Okay. Um, and the real life person that um, this person was based off of—I'm trying to find his name. I don't know why it's escaping me. Oh yeah, General Tom Thumb—that is him. Um, the real life General Tom Thumb. Was like a child. He was not a, a, like a small man. He was he was a child, and and but PT Barnum played it off that he was like a, a full grown older man, but the he was like five years old. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he like exploited this kid, and um, yeah, when he was four years old, he had like barely grown at all since he was six months, and PT Barnum got involved. Um, around when he was that age and, like, employed him in the circus, and he was a child, and he was, like, drinking whiskey and smoking cigars because he's supposed to be a full-grown adult, but he wasn't. He was a child. Yeah. And also um, the woman who was the original bearded lady right. who also portrayed in the movie. I remember reading somewhere that, like, she was one of his slaves or something. Like, he he just was not... This, like, upstanding fella. that That's... Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting. Um, what I, Also, though, the movie doesn't really touch at all On about his animals. Yeah. There's, like, in the very end, you see that he has the lions and the elephants and stuff in mm-hmm. the circus. But it's, like, very, 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 it, I mean, it's not discussed at all. And it's very briefly shown. Um, and it's also obvious that they're, like, CGI. They're not real animals. Right. Um but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, it, and I think if that movie had come out even a year ago, if not more than that, it probably would have given the circus some positive publicity. So it's it's curious. I wonder why it didn't come out, and I wonder how much involvement the the Barnum family had in okaying his storyline, and you know, that would um, be the interesting part because Zac Efron's character in the movie, uh-huh. who you think is going to be Bailey, mm-hmm. his character in the movie doesn't exist. Like the guy oh. who he plays in the movie is not Bailey; he has a different name, and that guy didn't exist. So I don't, I don't know. Interesting. It took a lot of creative. <laughs> yeah, some liberties. Um, liberty with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just. It, it was very good. I highly recommend it. The music's amazing, and Michelle Williams is an angel. But um, curious. Which just wasn't correct. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, those are my pop cultures.
1: You know what I meant to ask you actually. I don't think I did about finding Neverland. Oh yeah. About how they had a dog in the show.
0: Do you react to that? Um, so a couple of years ago, when I was a subscriber at Proctor's, um, when you're a subscriber at Proctor's, there's like a big reveal party that you kind you can come to, and they reveal like the shows from the next year. Mm-hmm. And it that one, one of the shows that was coming the next year was Annie. And the guy who was training Sandy um came out and talked about Sandy and like showed um you know how they do that and how they like get the dog to do certain things with treats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for that specific play, obviously this is not the case for all of them, but for that specific play, Sandy, the dog that they chose for Sandy was rescued from a shelter. Oh, really? They like specifically went and rescued a dog from a shelter and he like lived with one of the maybe that guy, maybe the trainer or like one of the producers. He like lived with one of the cast members and all of that. Um yeah, I don't know. I think I'd like need to know a little more. Okay. Yeah. You know. I just
1: um cuz that was the reaction. At, yeah. Um <clears throat> and I I didn't even think about it cuz I guess I just you know, possibly foolishly, I'm like, "Oh, like they probably it's a Broadway show and that's better than like right. a dog's purpose or right. anything like that." Right, like right, right. I don't know, it comes in theory from a better place. But then I was like, "Yeah, it would depend." I think I mentioned it to Andy, and he was like, "It would depend on <laughs> how the dog is treated off stage." Right.
0: Well, that's like um, his
1: life and and everything. Yeah, so.
0: that Finding Neverland's an interesting one, maybe too, because I saw it when it was in the city, mm-hmm. and I saw it a handful of times over the course of probably close to a year. And the dog that was in the production we saw at Proctor's, it's the same breed of dog that was in Broadway. So that's a specific kind of dog you're looking for. Right. So I don't know where do they get that dog. How do you find that breed of dog? dog? And I can remember when I stage doored one of the times in the city, um, the owner of the dog came out and it was actually two dogs. So it maybe it may just was somebody in the city. Maybe they do, like, a casting call for this kind of dog, right? Maybe. And um, the woman came out, and it was actually two dogs. So I don't know if they, like, switch on and off, or I don't really know what that deal is. Interesting. Yeah, but it's also, it's it's like um, the Radio City Music Hall does the live nativity scene. It's one of the things they're famous for. My throat is closing up. <laughs> By <laughs> the, end the end of this, this is it? This is the end. Um the Radio City Music Hall, The Christmas Spectacular does the live Nativity scene. And um, I got to go backstage one year because a friend of mine is in it. And she showed us like where they where some of the animals live. And I asked the the keeper some questions. Um and I and like specifically, it was about the camel and the camel they like bust or trailered or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. but like back and forth from a farm upstate down to the city every single day. Um, so he didn't live at Radio City. He, like, went back up, came back down, went back up, came back down. But I don't know, like, what is the life for those animals? Because the right. live nativity scene also has sheep. It has, like, some other, right. you know, quote-unquote farmed animals. So, like, what is the life of those animals after the show? Right. And I mean, you know? even, so, yeah, the camel doesn't, I would say, good,
1: it doesn't live at, you know, Radio a Radio city, city camel. But... <laughs> Um, uh, Driving up and right. back every right. day probably stressful. is probably stressful because yeah. I mean, I don't, other than some, even some dogs don't like car rides yeah. now. So, like, who knows?
0: Yeah. Yee. Yeah. So, I right. don't know. It's a good question.
1: Yeah. Just something to think about.
0: Yeah. Do okay. you have any other feels? This was a little bit of a scattered episode, but I liked it. It's the beginning of a new year. That's right. New. Uh, <laughs> What would you say? To- hashtag-, hashtag 20 great teen. <laughs> That's right. That's official.
1: It's that gonna- is. Hashtag, hashtag 20
0: great teen. Yeah.
1: That's what it's going to be. Yeah. We have a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, yeah. New, new year, year. New, new me. me.
0: That's right. Yeah. Probably not, though. No, I was going to say, New year. I'm the same piece <laughs> yeah. of shit that I was last year. <laughs> new year. Save me. Yeah. New year. Same me. I think I'm wearing the same pants I had on yesterday. So, like, I'm not even wearing new pants.
1: I would probably still be dressed in my work clothes if I didn't spill tea entirely down the front <laughs> of me and I had to wear my, na- my apron up around my neck oh. for the remainder of work.
0: Oh. Yeah. It's fine. That's it. No, I think that's. It's a wrap. That feels. First podcast of 20 great Teen. Yeah. I think it's good. It's a good start. I think start. it's good, too. I think it's going to be a good year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of cool vegan stuff's going to happen this year. A lot of cool vegan stuff happened last year, so I feel like it can only go up, right?
1: Yes. There was, I think, um, I was reading, oh, I do have one more thought, though. That reminded me. Oh, yeah. The Beyond Burger was named biggest breakthrough of 2017. Oh, wow. Uh, As per Veg News is reporting it, a recent feature published by media outlet Quartz highlighted 11 most underrated scientific breakthroughs of 2017 um a group of writers identified technologists as, such as elon musk's falcon 9 rocket progress in aids treatment advancements in gene therapy um, et, cetera, et cetera. and on the list is the beyond meats um burger wow as a major step toward a better food system
0: Did you see that Beyond Meat is launching a sausage?
1: Yeah, I am, like, so disgustingly intrigued. I can't wait. Because, like, I'm going to love it, but when they described that they used the seaweed and the coconut oil to create that snap of the casing, I was like... "Eh."
0: I am very excited about this. Um, I never really loved sausage that much, but, like, all Mike ever talks about is how he... If he ever stopped eating he just animals, needs, he just needs a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Like all he all he wants in life is a breakfast sandwich with sausage, egg, and cheese. And I've he's loves the tofu scramble. We're working on cheese. It's the sausage that's his hang up. So like, come he on just be on
1: meat. <laughs> a meaty sausage in his mouth. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. He sure does. Well, hopefully he'll get that. (laughs) Popping and juicy, oozing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll try it. I will probably like it, but.
0: Yeah, I bet it's going to be delicious.
1: I love the Beyond Burger,
0: so I could eat a Beyond Burger now. Yeah, me too. You got any? No, I don't, actually.
1: (laughs) I don't. Someone could bring us Beyond Burgers. Well, no
0: one brought us pie, so I wouldn't Uh, hold your breath. Not yet. Not yet, but still. Yeah. Well,
1: <clears throat> I guess that's that's about it. We'll sign off with um, requesting that you visit your favorite podcast outlet, Google Play, iTunes, whatever you use for your podcast listening, uh, and rate, review, subscribe. We have actually eight. I looked earlier, eight uh, review, no, eight ratings, oh. one review. Wow. So people are rating us, but guys, just write a little heart, little heart yeah. emoji, yeah. It as the review, seconds. that's fine too. You know, like if you're hitting the star, five stars because we're five out of five. Woohoo! That's right. Um, the like heart emoji, something. Yeah.
0: But yeah. If you guys like what subscribe. you're hearing, let us know. And or if don't, don't if you if you don't like what you're hearing, then send us an email. Yeah. And tell us what your drama is. Yeah hate listen yeah hate listen and then we'll do an entire episode based off of haters yes be fun
1: yeah and we will shit talk you on the podcast that's
0: right we go back to our original roots of what this podcast was supposed to be
1: don't make us go down that road
0: (laughs) it's a scary scary place
1: to be um
0: um but yeah so do all of that rate review subscribe please just for the love of goddess just do it
1: Social media. Social
0: media us. Um,
1: Twitters. What's our Twitter?
0: It's uh, just, I almost, I don't even know where I am. It's just the vegan podcast at. V-Spot? At the, at the, <laughs> oh my God. She's
1: forgotten her own podcast. I'm um, holding auditions for a co-host of the V-Spot podcast. If anyone would like to apply. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to murder the former co-host. Oh my
0: God. And, uh, yeah. I don't even know mm-hmm. where I am. I'm delusional. Um, the V Spot Podcast at the V Spot Podcast. Is that yes. correct? Yes. That's our podcast? Yeah. And it's the same on Twitter and Instagram? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and at
1: uh, gmail.com. At
0: gmail.com. All those things. Go ahead. Man, Dem- if
1: someone sent us an email, I don't even know. What I, I would, would do.
0: fall off this couch. I would fall off of it. Just email. And I'll take a video of her falling off the couch. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Do those things. Yeah, do those things. And uh, happy new year. Happy new year. 2018. Yeah. 2018. Mm -hmm.
1: Bringing it back.
0: Oh, are we going to click at the same time? Okay. (laughs) Are we going to like say something or are we just going to do it? I think we're just going to,
1: I don't know. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's it.